really bad thing turned out to be a really good thing as far as showing uh, where I where I am in my health, and I was I was just really pleased with that. And I think um, you know my daughter's still really skeptical because she's a scientist, and yeah, she read I you know I sent her all the paperwork and all the studies about the cannabis, and she says yeah you know I I can see that I can see that, and that's great for you. Maybe one day I don't know. Welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, the show that inspires, promotes, and gives you a daily dose of inspiration from the people who have used cannabis to change their lives in extraordinary ways. Here's your host, Justin Benton. Welcome back to the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant with so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. Well, today we're having a guest back with us to give us an update and share her incredible story that has inspired so many, and we can't wait for it to uh, educate and inspire you as well. Welcome back to the Miracle Plan Podcast. Connie Wellick, how are you? I'm good, thanks to the Miracle Plant. <laughs> so good. Well, you've been so gracious with your time, and, and as before we went on air, I was just saying, like, you are our ideal client. You are the person that we're serving. And there's millions of people that were in your shoes five years ago until you found this miracle plant. So if you wouldn't mind, share your story so people can can identify and understand how this how you found this miracle plant and what it's done for you. Well, it's probably one of the best things that I've ever found as far as health goes. And uh, for most of my life, I've really... Um, wanted to live healthy. And I am a type A personality. I multitask all the time. I My life was uh, just always on fast until uh, 2018. And um, I want to preface this by saying what happened to me in 2018 was predicated by three major falls that I've had in my life. The first was when I was 19 on a horse uh, I was thrown from a horse. I cracked my tailbone, um, but I was 19, and so I didn't pay much attention to it. It, you know, healed, and I just went on with life. Um, in my career, however, um, when I turned 50, I was the children's pastor at a large church here in Ventura, and I was getting some kids off to camp in the summer, and uh, the kids were kind of, you know messing around and, and it was fun and all of that. But unfortunately, um, I got pushed out the door of the bus and I landed on my knees. And so I was in quite a bit of pain, uh, probably a good year. And that's actually when I really began to concentrate on uh, getting healthier. I, you know, I, I, like I said, I lived in the fast track and so I ate a lot of junk food and I had a lot of meetings at coffee shops where I would eat a lot of sugary um, foods and lots and lots of coffee to keep me going and my job. And I worked like 24 seven. So um, that was my lifestyle up until I retired in 2010. And I began to notice uh, after I retired, I think it was just because I had more time to notice more about myself than um, you know, uh, trying to comfort and, 
help heal other people that I began to notice a lot of arthritic pain. And so I'd had a series of x-rays after I retired, um, had a, a series of x-rays that included my uh, lower spine and also my left hip, which um, turned out to be, I had a spinal stenosis, which is compacted discs. And then I also had um, moderate um, arthritis in my left hip. And the doctor basically said, well, you know, you can get cortisone shots or you can have a hip replacement. My husband had had a hip replacement, you know, a couple of years before that and and did just fine with that. But I, I really don't ever love surgery. I've never been in the hospital in my life except to have my kids. And so um, I, I did not want to do surgery. And so I thought, well, you know, I'd, I'd been involved in the herbal business for a lot of years. And so I thought, well, I'll, you know, look up and do some research on herbal medicines and things. And I, and I love that. I, you know, I incorporated that into my diet. I also um, incorporated a, a more vegetarian, vegan um, eating habits. And when my husband uh, was diagnosed with cancer, not too long, long after that, we actually began in earnest to really, really be aware of what we were putting into our mouths and feeding our bodies. And so we, um, we went totally vegan at that point and have been living that uh, eating style since. But, um, but what happened that that really introduced me to the miracle plant was uh, after I got back from vacation, and had a lot of pain in my hip anyway, I came down in October of 2018 with shingles. And it resulted in horrible neuropathy. And I couldn't walk uh, more than, I don't know, six or eight steps in, until I had to sit down again. I mean, it totally limited my mobility. And I couldn't sleep. I, I I did, I, I was sleepless for like, you know, a couple of months and I, and it was just out of exhaustion that I could even fall asleep. And so uh, I had a friend of mine who was staying with me and helping me. And she said, you know, Connie, I, I use a, um, a cannabis patch for my back and it really, really alleviates my pain. And I, and I thought, uh, well, I'm also, I want to say, I am in recovery, and so I don't do drugs and alcohol. So, um, and I, I said, no, I can't, I can't do that. You know, I, I, marijuana is a drug. I can't use drugs to, you know, to stay in my program, stay healthy in my program. And she goes, well, you know, then you're just going to have to live in pain, or you're going to have to have like a hip replacement or whatever it is. And I thought, you know, lesser of two evils. I'll go to the dispensary. She got, she was getting some patches at the time. And so she cut off a tiny corner of her patch, her um, cannabis patch. And of course it has the THC in it. And so I stuck it on my hip. Well, yeah, I didn't feel any pain in my hip, but I was so loopy. I had to take it off. <laughs> and so that was the end of that. But it got me thinking about uh, all of the signs I'd seen for CBD. And I thought, you know, I wonder, and I did some research on that. It was, it didn't have the THC. Um, I, of course, because of my own lifestyle, wanted something that was uh, organic, whole plant. I knew the whole plant was always better than and an isolate. And so just from my herbal uh, research that I had done. 
And so I looked and joyfully, there was an actual CBD place right in my own city. And I thought, you know, I'm going to try it. I have nothing to lose. And so my husband drove me over to 101 CBD and helped me up the stairs again. I, you know, I, I could barely walk. And I sat down and I had a conversation with Janet, uh, Justin's mom, and she basically gave me all the science about CBD and why their product uh, was processed the way it was. It's actually not pro processed very much. It's just the whole plant. It's like Justin always says, like going out and pulling cannabis out of your backyard, juicing it and drinking it. It, it is the whole plant. It's totally organic. It was everything that I needed. And I thought, well, you know, again, what have I got to lose? And so I started taking the Alleviate product, with, which has the white willow in it for pain. And then at night, I was taking the Chill product, which has the um, uh, passion flower. And th that is a calmative herb. And so it was, like I said, totally natural and organic. And so I thought, I, you know, I, I really feel hopeful about this. So I went from really skeptical to convinced, and now I'm hopeful. So uh, it took about, I was taking it actually two of the alleviates a day and two of the chill a day when I first started. A half dropper under my tongue for five minutes. And I was, one of the things I am is I, when I believe in something, I do it exactly as prescribed. And so, um, I did the two alleviate uh, during the day, and then I did in the evening, and before I went to bed, I did the chill. Oh my goodness, three nights later, the first time I had slept through the night in months, and it was just, it was so amazing to get a full night's sleep, and I then my hope soared, because I thought, you know what, maybe this really is going to happen. Um, I remember not too long after that, I got up to make some dinner. I think I was just having like a bowl of soup and I got up, you know, opened a can, stood at the stove, you know, while the 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 soup was cooking and and I was able to stand without pain. And I, you know, I didn't notice it at first because it was so gradual. It was like this plant was totally working with my body. And it, it wasn't an instantaneous, like, you know, you take a drug and, you know, you may have four hours worth of, of uh, no pain. Because I did that. I took Neurontin and it made me so loopy I had to stop taking it. But um, so all I was taking at the time was just this beautiful miracle plant. And slowly over time, I honestly became pain-free. Uh, I'll never forget the first time I walked with my friend down to the end of my street, Darling Road, which is like one mile, half mile there, half mile back. I walked a mile and it was like such a milestone for me. And it was really, really wonderful. And I have been doing it ever since. So it not only helped the neuropathy as a result of shingles, but it also helped that old, those old um, arthritic, areas that I, I had damaged, you know, throughout my lifetime. And, um, and so, you know, my husband, he's had several issues with, um, he's, he's very active. He's a, a sports official. He does seven sports. 
and he's always getting injured. And the last injury was at a football game when he was run over by a running back and he uh, separated his shoulder. And so um, he had also torn his rotator, ro rotator cuff um, completely. And so of course, you know, I'm thinking uh, he's gonna get surgery. He's gonna be in a lot of pain. They're gonna give him a lot of drugs. And we're thinking, no, that's not gonna happen. We're gonna see how this miracle plant works on an actual rip of a rotator cuff. And, and he was taking the um, alleviate for that as soon as that happened. But he didn't, he wasn't able to get in to have surgery for two months because of the backlog from COVID. And so all that time uh, while he was, um, had his rotator cuff ripped apart and his shoulder completely separated, he was able to function taking, and we, we uh, switched up to the 32 milligram um, uh, uh, pro uh, product. And he was taking that just once in the morning and once before bed. He was functioning during the day and sleeping all night, which was, a, I, again, another miracle to me. Uh, once he had the surgery, of course, he kept taking the Alleviate product. And um, he has continued to do PT without pain. He's continued to gain function and mobility in his shoulder without pain. Um, the doctors gave him, you know, all the, the pain relievers after the surgery that they, you know, normally take the Oxycontin and the uh, combination Advil, Tylenol. And he had several pain pills when he walked out of the hospital. He took none of that. He only took the uh, CBD product for his pain. Um, and we're very, very thankful for that. So it's been helpful for old wounds and uh, stupid things that we've done in life. And it's, and it's also been very helpful for just the whole aging pro uh, process. Randy is um, 78, I'm 76. Um, we are active people still to this day. Um, we walk, we ride bikes. Um, we wanna play pickleball. When his shoulder gets a little, little more mobility, then we'll probably try pickleball. It's kind of like, you know, a thing for our age of people. So uh, I just want to emphasize in this podcast in particular, Justin, that um, that it's this product is holistic. It works with our bodies. And so I know for a fact, because I have, I mean, I, you know me, I've been talking about this product ever since all this happened. Um, I've noticed with the people who just take it like medicine, it doesn't work. If the people are willing to holistically think about how their body heals, um, you know, with food and other supplements and being faithful to take um, their CBD as prescribed, it doesn't work if you just shoot it. Well, I'm not saying it doesn't work. I will say it doesn't work as well if you just squirt it in your mouth and then take off. Um, it works with your body. So that holding it under your tongue for the full five minutes uh, helps helps your body absorb it to its capacity. I think you said it, even seven minutes is better. Uh, but for me, the, you know, five minutes under my tongue was perfect. Um, I also took, you know, I ate organically. I exercised every day. I do, I can't do a, like running, but I definitely can do yoga and walking every day. 
And then also, I think um, not only with the with the food supplements and healthy exercise, I think community, being involved with people, is a, is another way of helping to heal um, maybe your mind, your thoughts. When you're in community, you can you know you can have a conversation with someone that you're troubled about, and you know we heal each other. Uh, as we commune with one another. And I think that's really important. And in my community, it's a spiritual community of recovery. Uh, lots of friends, you know, from my own spiritual community as well. I think all three of those, healing, health, and our habits are important um, environments for this beautiful, miraculous miracle plant to work. Um, and like I said, I've, I've seen... Um, Miracles happen. I, I have a really close friend who took the miracle plant all through her chemo, and she's um, she's been uh, completely cancer free for five years. Um, I've seen people take it for horrible pain. I have a a really close friend who has uh, very bad neuropathy. She also has lupus, and um, since she's been taking the miracle plant, the lupus is is under control. She's, um, it's gotten her on a healthier diet as well. Um, she's coming uh, uh, out to recovery and, and having uh, a, a supportive community as a result. So like I said, I, I, I don't, I know hundreds of people who have, have benefited by this mir miraculous plant, but I think also included in that is the, not only the healing, but healthy habits uh, of, of eating right and communing with nature and communing with other people is all part of this miracle plant. And if we think about it, you know, plants have, have aided and helped humanity for, you know, since we've been around, you know, since we started walking upright. So, Hey, I'm, I'm all for, um, not only, uh, using herbs and eating healthy, but using this miracle plant as something that I think actually um, helps everything else work better. And um, it's, it's an adaptogen herb. It, it adapts to where you are. And it's, I don't know, I, it's God's plan. I just, I can't say enough about what has happened, not only in my own life, but the, in the lives of the people that I love. Yeah, I've seen uh, people um, use this one of the in my recovery community. Just I just thought of this because it's really important in my recovery community. I've watched people get off hard drugs using the miracle plant, um, especially the chill to uh, take away some of the side effects of withdrawal. And it, that is miraculous to me. I think that is amazing. They don't have to use the um prescribed drugs they have just used the miracle plant in their recovery and i have watched people you know i, I every thursday night at re my recovery meetings i see people picking up chips for length of sobriety and many of those have used the miracle plant to help with their recovery so i don't know i i have i have nothing but glowing reports on this miracle plant and i will say unlike drugs there are no side effects to this except better health so what can you lose? Exactly. Well, I, it's an amazing story. And that's why I'm so glad we uh, were able to get you back on uh, to share your story. And, 
it it almost sounds too good to be true. I uh, know. You know what I mean? And and I'm yeah. sure there's people having those thoughts right now as they listen. Uh, if you haven't had, you know, this type of experience with this plant and and it's it's, you know, they, you know, some might, some would call it a panacea. Some would, you know, um, you know, say that there's just no way that one plant could do so much. But again, like you said, we're not saying that cannabidiol or CBD uh, or even cannabis is 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 the silver bullet. What we're saying is that this plant, like for you and so many others and for me and my family and my son, uh, it opened our eyes to the possibility of really taking control of our health or of a loved one's health. And this plant, because it is so effective and it does help your body in so many ways because it is supplementing what every mammal on the planet has, which is called an endocannabinoid system, which was only discovered in the early 1990s by uh, uh, our good friend who uh, recently passed away, Dr. Raphael Mishulam, uh, at the age of 91 from Israel. And he discovered this endocannabinoid system that balances all of the other systems in the body scientifically. This was proven. And so uh, then Dr. Ethan Russo, who was the head um, researcher uh, for GW Pharma, who made the the Epidiolex uh, CBD isolate drug that goes for $32,000. Anyways, they funded it. But in his research, he found that he believed uh, in his research that all um, diagnosis, all sickness, all, all, all these things that we've just talked about on this episode are what's called an endocannabinoid deficiency syndrome. So EDS. So he believes, and uh, through his research, proved that when you are getting these diagnoses, we all know a disease means your body's dis-ease. It's, 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 it's telling you something you're doing needs to stop. Something needs to change, whether it's our diet or our water or environmental toxins. So something needs to stop. So when you like make a decision, you decide, you cut off, you stop doing the thing that is um, responsible for that. And you start doing the thing that can help turn it around, which is what we're talking about today, which is eating right, thinking right, exercise, water, sleep, mindfulness, community, like you said, these are the things that we've seen and you've seen work wonders. And I know, and I, you've shared this before, so I, I'm, I feel okay asking the question, but I know not everyone in your family um, was as on board about this miracle plant, uh, your daughter. And, mm-hmm. and, and we see this a lot, especially in the medical community, and we're starting to turn heads in the medical community. But that's the thing that I do love is for the people that um, maybe don't know about this, when you're looking at blood work, there's no, there's no, you know, there's no smoke and mirrors and all that. When you're looking at blood work, you're looking at blood work. If you don't mind sharing that story, I think that's a great one. Oh yeah. I did have an episode um, when my husband was uh, recovering from surgery and I was, I typically get very involved with people. I don't, you know, I, I, if you're my friend, if you're my family, I will lay down and die for you. So, um, my husband, I was taking care of him and he with with when you have shoulder surgery, you can't do anything for yourself. You can't even pull up your underwear. You know, you've got and so I was doing everything for him and I was still taking care of my grandchildren. And I got to a place where I I uh I I don't know if that it was just all of the stress for that, but one day 
my blood pressure shot up really, really high. And um, I would even say I was probably so busy, I wasn't as faithful to taking my CBD. Probably that played into it as well. But I, um, my blood pressure shot up. I called my daughter, who is a nurse practitioner, and I started to try to tell her what I, what I was going through. And I was slurring and I was not using the correct words. And she thought I was having a stroke. She left two patients with her, her associate um, and ran and picked me up and took me to Community Memorial Hospital. And they evaluated me. Um, and basically what it was, was um, what they call a cluster headache. I'd never had a migraine in my life. So that was one thing I'd never had. And so I, um, I, I was at the hospital. It took them four hours with oxygen to get my blood pressure down. And, um, and I, and I had, uh, I was really dizzy even after all of that, probably with all the oxygen, but I, but I, uh, was diagnosed with a cluster headache, but what they had done there was a CT scan and they had taken a, a huge amount of blood and done a full panel blood work on me. When the doctor came in and told me, uh, you know, what was going on, he says, and I got to say. I have never seen such an amazing result of blood work from anyone your age in my 30 years of being a doctor. He said, your blood is perfect. <laughs> and so I'm just like, okay. And then, um, and then he also told, you know, told me that my, my CT scan looked great. Um, everything, all the veins in my brain, everything that they could see was um, great. And it was probably just a result of the stress that I had been going through. So, you know, that was something like a really bad thing turned out to be a really good thing as far as showing uh, where I where I am in my health. And I was I was just really pleased with that. And I think um, you know, my daughter's still really skeptical because she's a scientist. And yeah, she read, I, you know, I sent her all the paperwork and all the studies about the cannabis. And she says, yeah, you know, I, I can see that. I can see that. And that's great for you. Maybe one day. I don't know. Well, it's, it's funny that the, so many of us, you know, I guess we can be called, you know, old school. So many of us that have been around um, and, and found this plant out of desperation, yeah. to be honest, um, uh, we, you know, both you and I, um, we see it for what it was because it was, you know, the Pandora's box. It was taking the red pill. It was the thing yeah. that, that turned the corner for our health or for health of a loved one. And yeah. now, again, that's why we're doing this podcast is so you don't have to come to that crossroads in your life where you're basically like, look, I'll try anything. I don't I mean you're, you know, that's where we were yeah. uh, with, with my son. And, and so um, that's what the education and that's why we're sharing, you know, Connie's testimony. And, and it's, it's a matter of say, look, we don't want you or, or, you know, God forbid your daughter to have to come across a, something, a health scare and, and, and come to this plant out of desperation. Because just like Dr. William Courtney, who's been on a few times, has said here, who's the leading cannabis raw research, uh, you know, researcher uh, in, mm -hmm. in the world, said, if you, t if you take cannabis or the miracle plant in the raw form, um, 
every day, you won't have to use it as medicine. And, and again, it, and then, and it goes along with the holistic healing, which is you are what you eat, right? We, yes. and we just don't understand, especially in this country, there are people that do understand, but as an overall community, we do not understand the poison that is in the United States food system. And we sell foods here that they, you can't buy in other countries, um, like Gatorade and, and processed foods and things like that. They are not allowed in other countries. Um, and there's pesticides and the glyphosate, uh, the Roundup, essentially. Um, you just, you know, there's obviously, it's called, there's also not only big pharma that is against <laughs> this plant, but there's also big food. Yes. And and big food, if you look and do the research, there's a lot of them that are tied to big pharma. So they're feeding you poison. The company is the same company. If you do a little research, you'll see. They feed you the poisons, these processed foods and addictive sugars and salts that get you to want to eat more of them in this fast food mentality that we live in. And then on the backside, they're going to sell you the drugs to um, try and um, give you some relief from the real issue was the, the junk food and the crap that you ate. Also, the water is bad as well. So again, that's what we're talking about here is that this miracle plant can open your eyes when it's something as black as white as neuropathy. And, and I'll let you explain, Connie, because I didn't know what neuropathy was, I think, <laughs> even before we met each other. And, and you have to talk about, obviously, the resurrection juice line. But, but <laughs> when you have black and white pain, when you're in pain and an eight out of 10, nine out of 10, 10 out of 10 scale of pain, and that goes down to a zero, one or a two, that's, there's no mystery in that. That is, this is a cause and effect relationship. So anyways, I'll hand Absolutely. the mic. And we learned about, you know, that connection, the food, pharma, health connection, COVID. It couldn't have been more plain about all of the false information that was coming out during you know, the COVID epidemic that we're looking back on and, you know, and even the medical community is looking back on and saying, man, we were so wrong about so much of this. Of course, we were, we didn't, we'd never had anything like this happen before either. So, and then I think with technology and um, the amount of information that just went flying, nobody knew what. And I, I just remember thinking, you know, I'm just going to take my CBD <laughs> and, and wait this out. So I, I did come down with COVID. I, I left this part out. Um, I did come down with COVID. Randy got it um, when he was working with another fellow who came down with a bad case. And, and Randy, because he, I think, smoked for so many years, he had a much um, stronger uh, reaction to the COVID than I did. So he was in bed for three days and doing breathing treatments. Um, and I was uh, living downstairs and he was upstairs. I was downstairs. I had some body aches. Um, the night I realized that I had it, I actually was eating and had no taste or smell. So that was my first symptom. And then I um, went to bed that night and um, I had, I woke up probably around two in the morning and I had really horrid body aches. It just it like attacked my central nervous system, I think. Well, you know, half dropper of chill, five minutes under the tongue, I'm back asleep. And that was my COVID experience. And I had been around and exposed to COVID um, many, many, many times uh, since then. But uh, never, ever had it again or never had any symptoms, at least again. I chose not to do the vaccine and um, I don't usually do vaccines. I don't 
get flu vaccines or anything like that. And basically I haven't had the flu in probably, I don't know, 15 years. I, um, anyway, I, and then the neuropathy, what it is, it's, um, it's part of your central nervous system. And so your nerves, you know, like for me, my back really never hurts, but the nerves that are pinched as a result of my spinal stenosis, um, affect the nerves down my left side. And so that was playing into um, the arthritis, the shingles. Um, shingles attacks the nerves. And so a lot of the nerve damage came from, I, I had horrible shingles. This is uh, what brought me to CBD, basically, as I had never even heard of it or you know, thought about taking it um, back when I had shingles. But what I did do when I had shingles is I made myself a little potion to put on the shingles themselves, which were made from herbs and essential oils. I didn't use anything outside of my holistic plants um, to do that. And so for me, um, you know, I, I can't say enough about how nature works together. It's like a, it's like a symphony of beautiful music working together to help maintain um, health in our body. And I think it's given, you know, by the divine. I, I, I call it the divine um, potion, you know, the, the miracle plant, because it does. It, it's, it like works together with everything. And like you said, you know, we do have to be really careful about what we put in our bodies as far as even our water, our air. You know, we live across the street from a big agricultural field. And so I, you know, early on, I know that dust particles get in the house and those dust particles from that agricultural field are sprayed with pesticides and glycophate and all that stuff. And so I've got, you know, I've got uh, air purifiers. I drink um, purified water, uh, you know, and those are, so that all goes in to the symphony. You know, it's like every every instrument has its part. And, and I believe that if you use all these things together, that your body can become a real symphony. And of course I, you know, I'm a worship leader. So my symphony is just a gift back to God for the miracle plants that he has given us to use on, uh, on planet earth. And I'm so grateful. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing that, that was, um, uh... Uh, obviously, you know my mom Janet, and so you yeah. know, raised by her and understood mm -hmm. holistic healing and plant-based medicine is just right. the, that was what I knew growing up. Right. And and but a lot of people as we grow up in, as in the United States, we and I'm just speaking in generalities. We think that yes, you know, there's this FDA and there's the CDC and there's this mm -hmm. government and there's guardrails and there's people in charge, mm -hmm. and there's doctors and medical communities and there are people that are in charge that have our best interest uh, <laughs> in mind. And so we can just rely on them. Right. And, and I don't yeah. know where that came from, um, but it, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's an overall fact of how we, or at least I grew up and it's the folks that I know uh, you just kind of have this built in trust that someone else, maybe they went to school longer or whatever. There's just someone else that you're going to let them just like getting your car fixed. Right. And you're going to take you get your your car's not running right or you get into a fender bender. You take your car to the mechanic 
and and you let the mechanic, who's the expert, take care of it. Well, as we all know with mechanics, right, there's a reason why you get three estimates because, you know, maybe one guy's not that scrupulous or whatever. <laughs> Just get a couple of different estimates and, and, and go with the one that makes the most sense. Well, unfortunately, and, and my theory is, is I believe, and this was before my time, uh, and, and maybe you can speak to this, and I know my mom can, is is that the the family doctor you know, would come visit the house, you know, granted, even, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago, many, 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 many uh, people were growing their own foods, including farmers, right. uh, which is a huge benefit uh, to your health, obviously, versus what we're eating today. But the family doctor knew you and, and many times would make house calls. And mm-hmm. so there just became this like this trust of, you know, he had his leather pouch bag and he, and he would come out and he knew the family, the kids' names and the dog's names, and they knew the family history and, you know, what were they eating? And there just became this inherent trust in the, in the medical doctor uh, community, which I, it was deserved. Um, yeah. some, you know, that shifted, that we, we shifted as a country uh, under Nixon and under, you know, subsequent presidents where there was so much power was given to the pharmaceutical companies, um, you know, and it can just go on and on. You can look in the 80s with Reagan, uh, even with Obama and the health, the Affordable Health Care Act. There's there there were there were there were things that were given to the pharmaceutical intri- uh, industry that really shifted uh, the medical community. One of those being, as I've mentioned a few times on the podcast, is there are only two countries on the planet that allow you to sell advertisements, commercials for pharmaceutical drugs. Yeah. It's us and New Zealand. Yeah. And if you look at who is who is running the most ads, I've seen some studies. It's it's there's about 22 commercials on the prime time evening news. The prime news. time things that that out of those around the 22 commercials 17 are pharmaceutical not telling you nothing you don't know but these are the facts Mm -hmm. and the facts are that when someone is able to have that much power over media if 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 you say or do something that would offend them what can they do they can Mm -hmm. pull back their contracts they can pull back Mm -hmm. the money that they spend uh advertising their drugs and so again, right. this is these are the facts. So the reason that we have this podcast, the reason that we had you on, the reason that we continue to talk is that you're not hearing this anywhere else unless you have a health crisis, you are raised by uh, people that are holistic and understand, you know, plant-based medicine and food is our medicine. You're uh, you know, unless you have friends or like you said a community uh, and, and we also live out here in the West Coast, so we're a little more um, open to that. And it, that's a little bit more prevalent. But again, that's what this is all about, is is sharing Connie's incredible story um, to tell you, to educate you. Because, uh, you know, we are, we're starting to work with doctors and we're starting to we're making progress. That's a good thing. But when 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 a serious health diagnosis or a serious health crisis pops up on your radar, uh, we just want it to at least be, uh, at least have education, at least have an idea of put all the options on the table. You know, if you get a, a horrible diagnosis, just like you were going to get three estimates with your car, get three mm-hmm. estimates with your health. Go to another doctor, go to a health practitioner, go to a chiropractor, go to a functional medicine, uh, you know, do your research and, 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 and then make your decisions. So again, Connie, it's, it's been an absolute 
pleasure. I don't want to take too much more time, but any, any final thoughts before we, uh, we call it a show? Well, I, I just want to tell you how much I agree with what you're saying. And, um, and I really do think that getting the word out um, and, you know, you're probably more likely to influence your friends, you know, um, and people who have never even heard this uh, before because, because you care. And I think what I saw, I, I always want to say this on any podcast that I do with you, Justin, is the generosity of your family to get this miracle plant into our hands. I, you know, one of my, my, the gal that I was telling you about that went through cancer treatments, I mean, you, you gave her so much help financially as far as, you know, discounting the product and because she really, really needed it and she really, really couldn't afford it. And, um, and so I love that about your family, how generous you are. Well, here, here's a sample, take it home, you know, see if it works. I mean, it's just like you pour out your love and you pour out your own resources in order to help other people. And I saw that right away, right away, as soon as I met your mom and hearing your story about your son. And I have a, a severely autistic granddaughter and I'm, we're my son and I actually are so um, wanting our little one to to be exposed to the um, the benefits of the miracle plant. The mom is just not there yet, and um, and she you know she's a former recovering drug addict, and she just won't have anything to do with anything that's related to the cannabis plant. Even though you know it was never meant to be something that hurt people, it was always meant uh, I think from the divine to be something to help people. So. We're being patient, uh, patiently waiting, and hoping that that's going to be part of her diet uh, before too long. But um, yeah, the whole autism spectrum thing—how it's it's just exploding—and we, you, you have the answer, <laughs> and, and uh, to so much of that. So yeah, I, I, I again just want to thank you for your generosity and the amazing way that you have spread the word and. Are working diligently diligently to keep on doing it because you know you could have just said oh this works for our family great you know i'll go on and sell sell something else and make millions of dollars and you could probably do it because you're you're great at it but um but the fact that you chose to really um, focus in on this this miracle plan and get it into the hands of people who need it i applaud you and i am grateful to you and for your family uh, of how generous that you are well, I really, really appreciate that. And, and, uh, again, uh, to me, it, it's just kind of in my DNA and yeah. <laughs> I, um, you know, obviously, you know, my mom and I, I, we were in a, in a really bad way, just like you were. And mm -hmm. we, we had lost hope a few times and, but just kept picking ourselves up and looking and, and staying open to the, you know, the divine or whatever, uh, you know, God universe, however you want to define it. But right. we, we just, um, when we found the answer, um, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I felt like I had a covenant with God to pay it forward mm -hmm. to teach people because uh, until the day comes where I know that people can go to a medical advisor and, and, and that this, it, 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 until the day that people think of cannabis and raw hemp the way that they think of aloe vera and sunburn, I know I got work to do. And uh, we're making progress, 
And it's, you know, it's with your stories and the stories of people that can share their testimony of how this plant uh, has helped you and, and, and opened up, you know, uh, you know, the, the true ability to take care, uh, take control of your health. So on the count of three, we're going to say heal the world because that's what we do here at the Miracle <laughs> Plant and yeah. the 101 Hemp downtown here in Ventura, California. And uh, we're going to go down to the X Games and go see what's going on down there if the traffic's not too bad. But on the count of three, we're going to say heal the world and uh, get out there and heal it. So the people out there that are looking for a miracle, that are looking for an option uh, to, to heal themselves or their loved one can hear the plant, hear the podcast, uh, and, and just give it a try. And like we've said before, like the Hippocratic Oath, we're getting the doctors to at least verbally say, well, at least they this plant can do no harm. And that's the that's the oath that they took. And that's what we're asking you to do is to try it. So on the count of three, let's say heal the world and get out there and do it. Ready? Here we go. One, two, three. Heal, heal the world. world. Well, thanks for swinging by the Miracle Plant Podcast. And thank you, Connie, for sharing your amazing story with our audience and be a blessing everybody and happy healing and we're out there we go well that was a little more than 20 minutes but you know such a great story yeah well a lot has happened you know absolutely well i really 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 appreciate it and and uh you know i just look forward to like you know, it's it's here and there, and sometimes there's like these big breakthroughs, and people will will mention this story, or they'll come through, and and uh, the neat thing about podcasts too is like it's it's forever. You yeah. know what I mean? This will be and out. People and, can and find people, it. Yes, they can search for certain keywords, and mm-hmm. and they can find it and listen to it. And I really think the power of just sharing your story, your testimony, is what is going to help people you know, just kind of get over that hurdle. And especially, you know, when they maybe have tried, because we've gone from what is CBD to now which CBD do I take? So that's kind of the narrative that we're, right. we're happy to take on, but. Uh, sure. Oh, I'm so, so excited about the new roll-on. I'm, I'm, I told Randy, I'm, I'm gonna go to the bank, get some cash and get down there and buy some, I don't know, it's probably horrible down seaward anyway with the X Games going on, but I'm. You know, it hasn't been I, bad yet. I'll let you know in a little bit, but okay. yeah. Yeah, no, the, the roll-ons are great. They last forever oh and they're gosh. so strong. I know. I love it. I love it. I when I when my knee kind of because I do overdo it, and when I, I when I overdo um, and and just like roll it onto my knee, I mean it's instantaneous almost. It's it's like really amazing, and I think it's just because my body is so in tune with it, you know, because I take it every day and. Uh, than in, you know, the tincture. So I love that stuff. And then I've been putting the um, salve on my doggy's paws because, you know, it's hot out there when I take him for a, take her for a walk. And so I've been using the, the salve on my, on my pup and it sticks to it, you know, and then she licks it off and I know it's still good for her. <laughs> oh yeah. Either way. Yeah. We, we give it to our dogs every day. We have two labs and it's yeah. uh, it's just great. It's great for health. And, and the dog owners, they go nuts. They, we sell it at the wharf here in town oh, and they can hardly good. keep it in stock. Wow. But that's good. Great. You know, even my daughter said, you know, that she gave it cause her, her uh, little Yorkie just passed away and mm. um, her Yorkie was in a lot of pain. And so I, you know, I gave her the bacon. It's just what 800 milligrams. And she mm-hmm. says, well, she says, the one thing I do know is that a dog doesn't have a placebo effect and it works on my dog. <laughs> she did. She did acknowledge that. <laughs> yeah, well, we're making progress, and, and yes, we are. <laughs> and I understand that we have paradigms, and we're yeah. we're rooted in our beliefs. 
sure. and our values and, and it's it's the hardest thing you'll ever and identities those are the hardest things to ever shift and yeah. sometimes it can take 5 10 20 years but the yeah. good news is you know she's at least been exposed to it and and like i said god forbid anything happens that that right. she had, now she has at least that it's a it's an idea it's a seed that's been planted right and her best friend is my uh my doctor she's mm -hmm. a young uh young doctor surgeon she's amazing she's my primary care and i was in there um for a checkup um a post post um hospital visit that i had i i don't think i even told you about that so you know about that now but um uh she she asked, you know, I really want you to take 80 milligrams of aspirin for your heart. She says, because you do have some arthrosclerosis in your, in your heart. So you're, you have a little bit of buildup of plaque in your heart. She says, and it would just be good to, you know, keep your blood nice and thin. I said, well, I really think my CBD does that because mm -hmm. um, that's, you know, and, and she said, she says, please, you know, just do it for me. And I said, well, mm -hmm. what, how about if I just take white willow? Would that yep. make you happy? She goes, yep. white willow, white, mm -hmm. what does that do? And so she mm -hmm. had her nurse look up white willow and how it's been used for thousands of years for, you know, pain relief and thinning the blood. That's where that aspirin came from. That's where I aspirin know. came from. <laughs> and I told her, I said, well, here's the thing. I take it every day, so I'm yeah. good. <laughs> exactly. I and take I, it in my CBD. Yeah. <laughs> And the crazy yeah. thing was, I was talking with the, the, the chief editor for this, uh, it was Endocannabinoid Medicine Journal that my mom was published in. They got bought out by this, I think it's called Haymarket. Um, there's this huge publication, doctor publication, and now um, they are uh, really, uh, the doctors are very, very, very um, intrigued about cannabis. And okay. the, the problem is, is that they are having patients come to them. And the patients are like, hey, doc, they're not they're not asking the doc's opinion anymore. They're saying, hey, doc, I'm taking and it's working. What's uh -huh. your opinion? <laughs> and the docs are like, they don't know what to say because they were using the old line of, well, there's not enough research and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And now they're like now they're reaching out to this publication, this, you know, with two million doctors, uh, this community. And they're like, we need this. We need the education because not only do we look kind of foolish. And don't know that you know white willow and aspirin, uh, but we don't. Uh, we're losing patients; they're not coming back because we aren't um, on. We're not as educated as our patients are about this plant. Now they're just saying we know it doesn't do any harm. Where do we send them? We don't even know that it works. We just have to know where do we send them. That's yeah. so. We're definitely making progress. Great, awesome. So. But anyways, well, I'll let you get back to it. Enjoy okay. your Saturday. Thanks so you much for too. stopping by. And, oh, uh, my, it's an honor. It yeah. really is. It's an honor yeah. for me to do this. Well, thank All you. Right. So I really do appreciate it. So, Okay. All right. Well, have a great weekend. Give my love sure, to your family. You. Will do. All right. All right. Okay. Thanks, Connie. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey friends, I'm Brandon And I'm Saba. And we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout Podcast, an educational platform to connect with the cannabis community and share personal stories while breaking the stigma of marijuana. Join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. to gain valuable insight with different perspectives from industry leaders, growers, and medical marijuana patients. This is a place to learn so much from different angles in the cannabis industry. So tune in while, while we break, break it all down. down.